Don't Call Me Girl Boss is an unfiltered perspective from women small business owners. I'm your host, Jessica Buck, and I have been a small business owner for six years and counting of Sunless Ray, which is a spray tan business. I have a location in Orange County, California, and I'm currently doing mobile spray tans in Austin, Texas. I have also started selling my own online Sunless products. In this podcast, I interview like-minded women business owners who have been through all the stages of owning a business or are just starting one. I hope the stories you hear in these interviews will help you become the best version of yourself. Recently, my small business on this ray came out with our very own self-tan mousse set. Our mousse is vegan, non-toxic, meaning none of those harsh chemicals you see in other self-tanners. It is cruelty-free and has a fresh out-of-the-shower smell. You will not smell the self-tanner at all, and the best part is it is literally dry in 60 seconds, meaning it won't be on your sheets and it won't be on your clothes. Our set comes with our buildable mousse, application mitt, and exfoliating mitt. You will have everything you need to have the perfect at-home tan. For our listeners, I am doing a special promo code, GIRLBOSS, for free shipping. That is all one word, GIRLBOSS. And you can purchase our mousse on sunlessray.com. Hey guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Don't Call Me Girl Boss. This week I have on Lindsay Dyer. She is a skin guru in Austin, Texas, and she works at Skin Spirit. She has the sweetest family. She's married and has a son who just turned two, and she is a fitness queen. She is body goals, and I'm just really excited to have her on this podcast and have you get to know her better. So without further ado, here is Lindsay. Awesome. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Just in my closet, trying not to have my son and my sister's baby hear me <laughs> or hear oh them. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm in the middle of the house and I hope our dogs don't bark. I close the blinds. Yeah. And your son's taking a nap right now? No, he's at school. Oh yeah. So today's your day off, right? Today's my day off, but I still send him to school. That's literally goals. That's what I want to do. It's, so it's just so nice because, like, I had a doctor's appointment today. I'm going to work out. I have another doctor's appointment at three. You know, like, I can get stuff done. Yeah. How do you juggle being a mom and running basically your own business? Girl, it's tough. It's a lot. Um, I think I have a really good support system with Travis and Skin Spirit. Um but yeah, I mean, it's a lot. You got to juggle a lot, get up early, go to bed late, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Are you, so are you full-time at Skin Spirit or how is that working? So I work there Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Is that right? Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. And then I work some Saturdays and some Mondays just to kind of switch it up. And I have a lot of people that work and, um, you know, need to do a weekend. Yeah, I pretty much am on that schedule too. I'm like part time with the actual service I, you know, we provide. But yeah, there's yeah. so much behind the scenes. I work every day, nonstop. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's like yes, I get that. You're a hustler. Well, so are you. Um, I've been spray tanning my clients, and they talk about you and how awesome it Yay! is. And they've, I talked to Amber. She's one of like my really good friends out here in Austin, yes. and yes. she said she's coming to you next week. She's super excited. Yay. 
Oh my and gosh, she was it makes like, me so happy. Yeah, she's like, I had to wait a month to get in. I was like, yes, oh, that's amazing. I know. That's why when people come in, I'm like, girl, book your next one, whether it's four weeks or six weeks out or, you know, even more than that, just because it gets booked up fast. People love that skincare. Yeah, well, it's like the new, it's not new. It just, it is so important. I don't wear a lot of makeup. I don't think you wear a lot of makeup. So skin no. is important to me as well. Totally. And I feel like um, before, you know, it was kind of like a vain thing to do a facial and like do something for yourself. Um, And now I feel like people are, you know, using that as their self-care or mental health or whatever you want to call it. But, um, you know, it's not a vain thing. It's like getting a massage. Yeah. Well, I think it's more, if I could get a massage or a facial, I would choose a facial every time. Dude, me too, because I'm like, you get something out of it. Like, your skin looks gorgeous, you know? Well, for me, a massage is only when I'm getting a massage. It's not – I don't feel anything afterwards. Yeah, I feel relaxed, but that's so temporary. Yeah, it only lasts for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So how did you even get into the skin? Did you – were at a young age, were you into it? Or what was was that like? Oh, my gosh. I was always into it. So my mom's not really into skincare, like makeup or anything like that. And so um, my grandmother was. And so she used to like mail me stuff when I was in high school. I'd have her mail me like whatever (laughs) she was using. So I was like at the age of like, I don't know, 12 or 13, she was mailing me Shiseido. That's like such an old lady, like makeup. I remember my mom using some kind of like powder Shiseido. Yeah, it was like a blue thing with like an orange button on it. I, I, I literally remember it. my mom using that. That's so funny. I yeah. re- remember the weirdest things. <laughs> so weird. So um, my grandma used to send me stuff and she was always like, you need to do SPF. You need to do, um, you know, wash your face. Like I was that girl at parties that was washing my friends faces when they were too wasted to do it themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I needed you in high school. And- yeah so it's like I always loved skincare and makeup and really just kind of the beauty industry and then um I started working for a plastic surgeon doing skincare for him and it just kind of blew up I just fell in love with it I've always loved skincare and this was in Colorado right so I grew so I was born in Dallas and then moved to Colorado when I was like six and stayed there for 17 years so Colorado is pretty much where I grew up but um I moved back to Dallas um and that's when I met this plastic surgeon so I met him in Dallas worked for him there and then opened a clinic down here in Austin for him and worked there for a couple years and then kind of felt like it was time to move on and so then I moved on yeah how was it working there did you like it Oh my gosh, I loved it. So I'm a licensed medical assistant as well. And so I did um, pre and post-op for surgeries and then I was doing skincare. So I loved it, but it was kind of a lot. So I wanted to just focus on skin and kind of move on. And what was the dynamic there? Was it like they got all the clients for you and so you just really focused on providing the service and that was it? No. So, um, actually a lot of their surgical patients were from me just cause I would tell people like, Oh my gosh, you need to go see these doctors. So, um, I really kind of built my own practice there and that's when I was, 
you know, kind of like, I think I want to do this full time and stop doing pre and post-op. So, um, yeah, it was a little bit different over there. It was kind of hard, you know, in the morning, like dropping off breast implants and going and taking care of a tummy tuck and then doing a facial. It was just a lot. So, um, I feel like that's so many, like, it's just such a different service too. Yeah. And it was, it was a little, I mean, it was hard to, you know, change your focus, you know, taking care of somebody that's had a major surgery and then doing a facial. It was just a little, it was too much. So, um, yeah, but now I'm at Skin Spirit and I love it there. They're like the best company. I don't know if you saw, but they got, um, nominated or voted or whatever for like one of the best companies to work for. Like, I love them. The clinic is beautiful. They are just so supportive with every employee. It's, hands down I love working there yeah I've only heard great things I've been there and it is a beautiful salon is it considered a salon or med spa so it's considered a med spa okay so everybody there is medical okay yeah and how did you get into skin spirit where they just I know they opened up their location recently right yeah so they opened up their clinic down here in January and um my bestie my nurse injector Cece she, they had reached out to her and then they had reached out to me. So I did an interview when I was still working at my, um, other place. And where was Cece so at? She was out. at another it was actually, place? Yeah, she was at another place and we were sending patients back and forth and it was so dumb. Like they would go see her for injections and then they would come see me for skincare or vice versa. And it just was like, it didn't make sense. We knew we wanted to be under the same roof, but Um, she was at a different place with another plastic surgeon as well. And then we just wanted to focus on, you know, skin and all that kind of stuff. But, um, where was I going with that? So you guys are basically both at the same place. Yeah, we're at the same place, but they reached out to us through Instagram. So I was getting like all of these like likes and hard eyes and all these things. And I'm like, what is that? From Skin Spirit? Yeah. so funny. I know. I mean, modern technology, it's, yeah, well, that's, it's they're really smart business owners for actually finding who is probably the best in Austin and being like, Hey, like come work for us. Like they did their research. They weren't stupid. Yeah. They, yeah, they came in and did a lot of, um, research and you know, they've done that. They've opened some other clinics, one in Utah and, um, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this. They've opened a couple other ones, but you know, they do the same thing. They just go in and find people that they really want to work there. So they're, I mean, awesome company and they have great business model. What is the structure? So do you rent the room or how does that work? Are you like employed? Nope. You're yeah. You're fully employed. So, um, yeah, you're just fully employed. So it's not like, um, a hair salon where you can like rent a room or something like that. So you're fully employed. And then do you like that? I mean, you have other options. You can go open up. Oh my gosh, I love it. You wouldn't ever go on your own and open up your own salon or anything? No, I I don't think so. I think, I mean, one, I love Skin Spirit, but two, I just, um, no, it's great to have a company back you up and, you know, have a phenomenal company to work with. So no, I would not go and start my own thing. Too much work. It is a lot of work. <laughs> well, you and CC could easily go do it. So I was just curious, like you guys could dominate that. So that's something that oh I. Oh my gosh, you're so funny. Yeah, no, we like love it there. Yeah, but it's like, why when and you have it so good? CC's killing it. She's killing it. Yeah, I, she's completely booked up too, right? 
Yeah, so I, she literally is booked up till like January. I heard wow. one of the front desk girls on the phone the other day saying, "Oh, she's booking into January." I'm like, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I've literally but she's never, so good. I've never been that booked up with spray tanning, but spray tanning is such a fast service that it's like it's 15 minutes. It's so fast for a spray tanner yeah, to so- say they're booked. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. So do you, um, you're still doing mobiles in Austin, right? Yeah, full mobiles, yeah. That's all you do in Austin, right? Okay, and then California, did they open back up? Yeah, they opened up a few weeks ago. So, but, well, legitly opened up a few weeks ago, but I never shut back down when they did the second shutdown uh-huh, because uh-huh. I still have rent. Like, I never got a break on rent. That was still due. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what they expected, and there's really no more support right now so it was really tough but um but I didn't I had saw so many of my friends who were salon owners closing their business and still like they're just shutting down or just like I'm gonna go get a real job or not a real job but um work for someone else because yeah like a nine to five because this is too stressful yeah no and that's the thing right now I feel like I was nervous about coming back to work after um, COVID and everything, just thinking that people wouldn't want to spend money on themselves just because either they lost a job or finances are tied or they were furloughed or whatever. But, um, I feel like we've never been busier just because people are at home looking at themselves in the mirror or on zoom calls. So many people have said like, Oh my gosh, I was looking at myself on a zoom call and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I need a facial. So, um, <laughs> that's the world we yeah, live in now. Yeah, it's been wild with, um, yeah, people just coming in needing needing their skincare. Yeah, what's like one of your go to services? So, say someone had like acne or anything like that, what would you tell them to get? Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, I love acne patients. I love when they come in and see a transformation. It takes time, obviously, but um, I would probably recommend doing the Diamond Glow. They have a pore clarifying serum that is amazing for acne patients. Um, you know, there's some things you obviously can't do, like dermaplaning, because you would spread the bacteria. But um, I think a Diamond Glow is great. And then on top of that, just getting on a really, really good regimen. It's that rule, you know, that they talk about when you're working out, like you want abs, you're not going to get that by just working out. It's diet too, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you want good skin, you can't just come in for a facial once every six weeks, you got to do all the upkeep at home. And um, I think a big misunderstanding with acne patients is that they need all of these acne products which like is proactive true. <laughs> oh my gosh yeah like proactive <laughs> but they think they need you know they have acne and so they have to be on a specific acne product and it's really not that true and sometimes those products are so over drying it over dries you and you start producing more oil which is causing more breakouts so I would say if a patient was coming in, I would put them on a bomb ass regimen and then I would do the diamond glow with pore clarifying serum. And it's cool because it has like a little brush. So it's not like breaking the pustules. If they do have pustules, it's still just getting the medicine on the skin. Um, It's an awesome treatment. And then what, like for a skincare regimen, you guys, I think you guys sell a certain brand, right? Yeah. So we have, um, we have Zio, SkinCeuticals. Skin Better, Skin Medica, 
Oh my gosh, what's that other brand? Sente. I think that's it. Oh, and we have Revision, which I'm not a big fan of, but um, yeah, we carry all of those. And, you know, I don't always think everybody should be on just one regimen. I think every skincare line really kind of has one product that's their big money maker. And so I like picking and choosing from, you know, those, those different companies. There's not just one that I'm obsessed with. What's your favorite like drugstore pro- like skincare product? This is not on the list I sent you, but I was just thinking yeah. it right now. <laughs> no, yeah. So I actually love that question. And I got it so much that I made like a little highlight in my Instagram. That's my over the counter OKs. And there's about five products I love. Um, CeraVe is, uh, you know, pretty much just like a basic middle of the road. Um, they have, you know, good face wash, a good moisturizer and a decent SPF. And then I don't know if I'm saying the name right. It's like La Roche-Posay or something. They have a bomb sunscreen. It was actually sold in Dermatologist, but now it's at Walgreens. Um, Aquaphor. I mean, those are like your basic over-the-counter. I love them because they don't have scents in them. They don't have dyes in them. It's just like very, very, very basic. Mm-hmm. And so. then how about like Ulta? Like what's your favorite line there? Ulta, gosh, I can I cannot remember the last time I went to Ulta or Sephora. Like Sephora. Yeah. yeah. Um, I would have to do my research. Is Doctor? I think they sell Doctor Pericone. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Um, actually, I would be really doing a bad job if I tried to answer that because I don't even know what they carry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> I just think about like the popular ones, like bloggers are always posting about. It's like the it's like oh, drunk elephant, drunk elephant. Oh, keels and... or something too or something like... yeah keels and then what's that other one it's like an um, orange bottle ordinary oh ordinary, ordinary. oh oh like something Hendrickson. yeah right yeah something like that yeah i don't know much about those brands i know a lot of patients bring them in but i think if you're gonna do something over the counter go as cheap as you can go with getting like you know like I said, CeraVe or, I mean, I have that thing on my highlights. Yeah, I'll check that out. Something just very basic because I feel like at Sephora, they say that they're, you know, it has vitamin C or whatever. It has all these ingredients in it. And so they, you know, jack up the price a little bit. And I'm, I don't really know that it does what it says it'll do. And that's my big thing that I ask patients is like, is your product doing what it says it's going to do? Yeah, I'd be really curious. Most of the time, they're like, no. Yeah, I'd be really curious to see what your opinion is on the ordinary because it's so cheap. It scares me that it's so cheap that I don't even want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, and it's where do you get that? I think you could only get it online. And I think Sephora it sells okay. it. I think they do. Okay. Uh, not Ulta, one of them okay. sells it. But okay. it's so cheap yeah. that, like, you see, like, the they have like this, like, red vampire type mask. Have you seen that? no yeah and it's like ten dollars everything's so cheap and people swear by it but I don't know (laughs) so you should do a haul and let us know yeah I'm literally sitting I'm literally sitting right now looking at the ordinary well and it seems like you have to be an expert because everything has such weird names too it's like such weird names and like they'll say you know oh it's a five percent lactic and um you know, some of these ingredients aren't sold under a physician. So I don't, I mean, I don't know. I would, if you're going to do some serious skincare, make sure that it is sold under a physician. So you can have really active ingredients and retinoids and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
you know, so do your research, but I'm looking up to all of these because I, I don't really know much about the ordinary. I don't either. I've just seen it. And then I know their prices are cheap. So I'm like, Oh, well, that's a super affordable skincare if it does work. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to look into it. Yeah. And then, so like, how do you get your clients? How has that been since you were already building at the other place, but did they all transfer over? Yeah. So, um, a lot of it is word of mouth and it's, you know, when you find like a good hairstylist or a good spray tanner, you're going to stick with them. Right. And so, um, a lot of it was that word of mouth, um, and just referrals, you know, people coming in and saying, you know, it's the same with you, you spray someone and they get a compliment. They're going to say that you did it and they want to come to you. So word of mouth and then honestly, Instagram. So about 90% of all of my people are from Instagram. So, um, you know, just keeping up with social media. I heard someone say it's like a magazine for millennials where back in the day for us, like, don't you remember going to the airport or going to Walgreens and like getting a magazine? Mm -hmm. Because all they really had back in the day was MySpace. Well, now Instagram is kind of like, you know, getting a magazine, people see it, it's like an ad, and it's for yourself, it's free. And so I think a lot of people like seeing before and afters and just, you know, what machines I have and all that kind of stuff. What's your strategy? So do you like post certain days? Do you have like an aesthetic that you follow? I know you do a little bit. But would you be able to like talk about that? Like your strategy? behind Yeah, it? yeah. Yeah. So, um, I didn't want to make two pages. I didn't want to have my personal page and a business page. And so I decided to just keep one. And if you look at it, it's literally like skincare, Theodore, skincare, Theodore. And so I have kind of, um, the aesthetic that I like is every other one being about skincare. Um, And I have a girl that helps me with the graphic design. So I'll send her what I want and then she'll make the little graphic. She is amazing. And she's so good at when I like tell her I have a thought or what I'm trying to say, she'll make a graphic for it. So um, I have someone help me with that. And then the rest, I just post a Theodore (laughs) and just everyday life. My stories are pretty much everyday life. And um, when people do repost. So yeah. And then, so do you just write down like little facts or little things that you think about, about skincare throughout the week? Yeah. Yeah. Or like my favorite products. And usually at the beginning of the month, I'll kind of sit down with Lucy and talk about what I want to talk about for that month. And then she'll make a bunch of graphics that I can just post throughout the week. And, um, I know people really get in depth with it. Like, um, you know, what time to post what day and hashtags and all that stuff. I'm, I'm not that good. I wish I was. But well, you I know, it's interesting. I hear a lot of people talk about what time to post. And now that COVID's happened, I really don't think that's a thing all anymore. No, like there isn't a, like I get told all the time, oh, post this at 9am because I'll be doing like a giveaway or something. And when they tell me that, I'm like, I think that's not relevant anymore. I mean, people yeah. are working from home. Yeah. They're on their phone all the freaking yep. time. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yep, totally. And also I heard someone say your home is not a place where you just sleep now. It's literally your haven, your office, your gym, your, you know, everything. So yeah, yeah, I think that goes as far as to Instagram. Everybody's just posting kind of whenever. Yeah, exactly. And then what is like your favorite thing about like providing your service? Like, why do you do what you do? I obviously love being in the beauty industry, just 
love, love, love being in the beauty industry, but I also like helping people. That's why I was really excited about getting my MA because I felt like I was, you know, helping people in a different kind of way. But now that those two things have kind of meshed together, I think just helping people and um, making people feel confident, you know, skin is a big deal. It's sometimes the first thing people notice when they see you. And so I think, you know, I love just helping people feel confident in their own skin. And I love when I have someone come to me with some sort of condition, whether it's rosacea, acne, hyperpigmentation, and them coming in and getting a treatment um, and, you know, being on a schedule and them seeing a difference and actually showing them in the mirror. I, I really just, I just love that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about that's the reason I do what I do too is just the confidence and making pe- people feel good about themselves. Yeah, and you're doing it in such a healthy way. Like sun is no joke. So to have people um you know getting spray tans is an awesome. Well, that's awesome what's so great thing. about a spray tanner and a med spa. Like if, if another spray tanner is maybe listening to this, hook up with a med spa because they love you just as much as you love them because they yeah. want their clients out of the yeah. sun. Yeah. Totally. That's why I have your card in my room. I give it to everybody. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. What are some of like the struggles that you go through? Is there any like things that are hard about your business or? One of the hard things I will say is when someone does come to me with a skin condition and they want it to be resolved immediately and, you know, it takes time. So if they've, you know, got acne or scarring, you know, and we're going to fix it. It takes a series of treatments. And so sometimes that's hard. It's a lot of hand holding. You don't want them to get frustrated and just hang it up. Um, you want them to stick with you and, you know, keep doing what you're saying. So sometimes that's kind of hard because, you know, they'll say, okay, I've been doing this for two months and I haven't really seen much of a difference. And you just have to, you know, hold their hand and say, just stick with it. Yeah, that's got to be hard. It's like having people wait, especially nowadays, because no one wants to wait for anything. Yeah, totally. What's like the number one service that you do? Is it the Diamond Glow? Or I know Dermaplaning, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the Diamond Glow. Um, Pretty much everybody that comes to me usually does um, a Dermaplaning and a Diamond Glow. I have some people that just do peels and some people that come in just from microneedling, but the diamond glow is great. Um, our cells turn over every 28 days. So we just kind of have some dead skin sitting on the surface that needs to be sloughed off. And the diamond glow does a killer job with that instant gratification, which people love. You leave glowy and um, it lasts for a long time. So a lot of people come in every every four weeks for that service and love it. Yeah, I think that's the one you did on me, right? Yeah, that's the one I did on you. Yeah, so it's like right away you leave, you're super glowy. And then, you know, for five days, it's like you just have this wild glow. Um, and then, you know, we start, you know, our cells start kind of covering it up, but it does last for quite a while. And then for influencers, I know you work with a lot of them. Have you yeah. reached out to them or do you find they kind of find you? Um, I've had it go both ways. There's some influencers where you know, they'll pop up on my feed and I will see that they haven't posted anything about skin and I'll reach out to them. Um, and then I've actually had a lot of people that message me to collaborate and say, Hey, listen, I don't have anyone taking care of my skin. Um, what should I do? So it's gone both ways for that. But, um, 
I started reaching out to them. And then I think once I started building a pretty big clientele, then they've started reaching out to me. So is that exciting yeah. when they start reaching out to you? You're like, oh, I'm on people's radar. Yeah. Now. yeah, it makes me feel so good. I know it is good because it's like with influencers, people always ask me this, like, how do you get influencers? But once you get one, you get them all because they're all friends, yeah. especially in totally. Austin. It's a very small city. Totally. It's a small group and they talk. Totally. They've, they're girls. Like they all want to go yeah, to the same spot. Totally. Yep. For sure. Where do you see yourself a few years from now? Do you still see yourself at Skin Spirit? Oh, yeah. Yes, I do. I see myself at Skin Spirit, hopefully with some more babies. And yeah, just living in Austin and still doing skin. I I love where I'm at right now. And so um, I'm very thankful and I, you know, want to keep doing what I'm doing. There are so many faces in Austin that I have not touched yet. Even though it feels like I have such a big clientele, I feel like I, there's, there's a lot of faces I still haven't seen yet. So. And the key to keeping people coming back is you tell them, okay, like let's book your next appointment always. Is that like how you keep them coming? Oh yeah. Yep. So before they leave, we schedule their next appointment and if they need to reschedule it, they can, but, um, you know, having someone on that basic regimen of coming in every four to six weeks is huge. And, um, you know, they see the result, they see the change in their skin. And so they want to keep coming back. Um, And it's like being a personal trainer, like you cannot have good skin if you're not going to take care of it. And one of the main steps is a regimen and doing regular in office treatments. So yeah, I agree. And then let's just talk a little bit about your fitness. I feel like that's such a huge part of your social media as well. Yeah. How do you get toned at home? (laughs) Like I don't understand. (laughs) So I actually, I have a really weird background. I did a lot of stuff before I felt like I knew what I wanted to do. But one of those things was personal training and I actually went to school for it. So um, I have always loved fitness. It is a great de-stressor. I feel like it is so good um, just for my mental health. And so when we moved into our house two years ago, I told my husband, the gym will be in the garage and that is going to be my space. So, um, yeah, I just find, you know, a time of day where I just take 30 or 40 minutes to myself. Um, and yeah, I just think it's great for my mental health. And even if you don't have a gym, like just getting bands, doing stuff at home, like bands or running outside or, you know, even doing weights. And I know with COVID all the weights were sold out. Like everybody kept saying, like dumbbells are on back order for forever. Um, well, you know, it's funny so, when COVID happened, I thought about your gym. I'm like, oh, Lindsay's so lucky right now. <laughs> girls, so many people messaged me like, can I use your gym? Or like, I want to come work out with you. Um, and yeah, it was like such a huge blessing because I was still able to use it every day. But um, yeah, bands or, you know, dumbbells, just stuff like that at home. Even if you just do it in your living room, it makes a huge difference. And it's a huge difference on my attitude. I just feel like I feel better. And then I know, so I remember you talking about the Peloton. Did you like it or not like it? Yeah, I loved it. But at that time, I was still working at the cycling studio. So I was not using the Peloton classes and I was still paying for that, um, like fee on it. I think Mm -hmm. it was like $40 a month or something, but I was cycling at the studio. So I was like, I don't need this. 
Um, and so I sold it. And then of course COVID happened and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> so I ended up buying another bike, but it didn't have, um, the video on it just cause I felt like I could turn music on and, you know, kind of throw my own class, but I don't have anything against the Peloton. I love it. I just felt like yeah. I wasn't using the classes at the time. So I felt like it was kind of a high, high price, uh, you know, piece of equipment. It's definitely expensive. I'm not going to lie. I ordered yeah. mine and I get mine on Saturday, actually. Did you? I'm so oh my excited. Gosh, you're going to love it. I know. Well, I love cycling. Love it. So like, that's like the perfect workout for me, but it is definitely an investment, but it's like the same as a gym membership. If you really think about it after it's paid off. Oh yeah, for sure. And I heard, did you get like the second generation? Someone told me there's like another peloton right now where you can like flip the screen around yeah and do... that's the new one i got okay. the older did one. did you get oh you got the older one okay well, still a great buy i mean you're gonna love it and um you'll love taking the classes well peloton i've got... been taking this like the weightlifting classes since i've had like been waiting for like five weeks so i've been just using the app and it's actually a really great tool like i feel like i actually get sore for my workouts because youtube videos weren't working yeah. i don't like they, yeah. they just don't do it Yep, totally. Everyone wants you and to I pay think for having a video. Time. Yeah, totally. You're I mean, you're going to love it. Just make sure when you're not using it, turn it all the way heavy so that um Brax can't move the little pedals because Ooh, that's a good, Theo would in our move room. The, so yeah. Yeah, Theo would like move the pedals and then he would let go and they would still be moving and he'd like fly, you know. <laughs> yeah, Braxton's pretty clumsy. He's got like a huge <laughs> knot on his head right now. He like fell down the playground yesterday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm and boys I feel like are that way anyways. <laughs> yeah, he's so rough. It's like my sister's baby's here and she's all dainty and cute. And then Braxton's yeah. like throwing everything. Yeah. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, what's your diet look like with your workout? So I have my lunches delivered from the lovely meal prep. It is awesome. Um, this girl, she's in Austin, she's local, she's so cool. She makes food every Sunday and then has it delivered. So every lunch I have that, but I do love to have a cheat day because I feel like um, if I don't have that, I literally go crazy. So I'll, you know, throw down some P. Terry's or Chick-fil-A one day in the week, but um, love me some pasta too. So sometimes I am guilty with that, but for the most part in the morning, I'll have like a soy latte um, and a banana, maybe eggs, and then lunch I'll do um, the lovely meal prep, and she has great recipes. And then for dinner, I always try and do some sort of meat, whether that's like ground beef or chicken, and then vegetables. Yeah, that's pretty easy. So I try and eat yeah. healthy, but I love cheating, you know? Yeah, I know. But I'm too. not a sweets person. Like, my husband loves bluebell, and I don't ever eat it. Theodore has you know, a couple of sweets here and I just don't eat them. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not an ice cream girl. I'm more of like a cookie, like muffin type girl. John, my yeah. boyfriend loves um, ice cream and I'm like, it just doesn't, no, it doesn't do it for me either. Yeah. And not, sweets in general really don't do it for me. Like give me some French fries or something. <laughs> and then how'd you meet Travis? How'd you get, he is like so nice. When I came to pick up the toys, <laughs> he's just genuine. Like, Hey, thanks for coming by. Like, and I'm from California. So normally people leave shit on the doorstep and like come get it yeah yeah 
<laughs> I love it. Um, so I was living in Dallas, um, doing skin up there and working for my plastic surgeon up there. And in my Bible study was his cousin. And she was like, you've got to meet my other cousin. Like you would fall in love with him. And I had just recently broke off another engagement. And I was like, no, I want to be single. And I just didn't want to date. And he lived in Austin. Well, like nine months go by. And then she showed me a photo. And I'm like, okay, well, you should have led with that. Like I would have said <laughs> yes nine months ago. And so that's how we met. He came up to Dallas, took me out. And then we did long distance for like two years. Oh, wow. What was that like? Yeah. I mean, it was pretty crappy because. I-35 is horrible. So, um, I mean, it was okay. It actually wasn't that bad. But every weekend, it was either a vacation for him or a vacation for me. So it got pretty old fast. Um, But, you know, we learned a lot about each other because we weren't able to be together. It was a lot of conversations. And so, yeah. And then he – why did you guys end up just in Austin? Just because of the job or – yeah, so um, actually the plastic surgeon I worked for wanted to open a clinic down here, so it kind of worked out for me to come down, and Travis had been with his company, I guess he literally just had like his tenure in July, so he'd been with his company for forever, and I don't think was ready to move. Yeah. Well, you guys have That's the cutest little better. family. <laughs> yeah. Is, is it better? I heard oh, yeah. a lot of people like Dallas, too. I didn't, I didn't like Dallas. Dallas is very hoity-toity. Now, if we got something happened where we moved up there, I'm sure we could find cool spots but um no I think I'm an Austin girl yeah I love Austin I'm so glad we got out of California oh girl I I bet you are and my sister actually lives in Colorado now she lives in Colorado Springs she's on the military base girl that's where I'm from Colorado Springs yeah literally so monument is like um a 10 minute drive so it would be like where the domain is to where our houses is Oh, houses are not is I know English. <laughs> oh, wow. And you loved That's it. That's crazy. Yeah, she loves it. Yeah, it was pretty. Um, our town was so small. I think my whole family was just ready to get out of it. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you came on. Do you have any questions yes, for me? Thank you. No, um, you're still doing mobiles. And um, everything's going well with your biz. I feel like every time someone posts something, they're like, oh, I just got sprayed. (laughs) Yeah, it's going good. September is like the first month I feel like I'm back in business since COVID, to be honest. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I'm going to people's houses. It's more of like an intimate like setting and you're more like scared of COVID, you know, going into your bubble, I guess. And so September was a really good month. So I'm excited for this month. Halloween is going to be a good month. Everyone wants to be tan. So it's picking up really fast. So I'm excited because for yeah. a while it, it's super scary with COVID and being new to a state. It was like, yeah, totally. What the heck am I doing? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm like, okay, um, wait, I can get speaking clients. of Halloween, what is Brax going to be for Halloween? Oh, you know, he's going to be Woody. <laughs> is he? Yeah. I'm, he's going to be Woody. Oh. Jonathan's being Buzz and I'm being Jesse. I love it. I was going to be the, the dinosaur, but they were out of it on Amazon or else I would have been the dinosaur because I, I think because Braxton loves dinosaurs, but it's probably better. Yeah. I'm Jesse. It'll be cuter. Well, so yeah, it'll, that'll be so, so, so cute. And everybody will know who y'all are. I yeah. love that movie. I know. Well, I feel like they've all blended into one movie now because we watch them all. So I don't even know what's MRT. what. Yes. Which one's his favorite? 
I think he's he loves all of them. He likes the one that starts out with um like the stars in the beginning and it's like Buzz Lightyear. He likes that one. I think he I likes... think that's the second one. It's so funny you know that. <laughs> Girl, we watched them all. Theo's favorite one was the fourth one though, and that's why for his one year old, you know, birthday party photos that the party we didn't have because COVID, um, <laughs> we all we dressed up as the characters in the fourth one because that was his favorite. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is with Little Boys and Toy Story, but he just can't get enough. Yeah. A, a Buzz oh. and Toy and Woody go everywhere with him. He sleeps with them. I love it. It's really cute. It's like so cute it's when they so actually cute. get into something, you know? It's like, oh my gosh, you're yeah. into something, not because I want you to be into it yeah. because you like it. Yeah. And that was Theo's first thing was Toy Story. He became obsessed. And yeah, now it's Braxton. dinosaurs and cars. Yeah, he's really into dinosaurs. He'll run in and like chase you with like a dinosaur and go rawr. But, yeah. Um cars he he likes to like roll them around the floor. So he's pretty much like the Theo? same as Theo. Oh, they need to do a play day. I know. I think they'd get along well. Yeah. And he's so cute. Sure. Well, thanks for having me on, girl. Yeah, I'm super excited you came on and I'm just excited to keep following you on Instagram and see your cute fam and just to see you continue to do well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and everyone needs to go book with Lindsay if you haven't. You're so sweet. And book <laughs> with you for spray tan, the best in Austin. Hello. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. you have a good rest of your day and have fun with you and your day off. Okay. okay. All right. Sounds good, girl. I'll talk with you soon. Okay, bye. I hope you loved today's episode. Um, I have a new episode every Sunday. I interview small business owners. If you have someone you want to nominate who's just a badass, who has a great story, Whatever it may be, DM at Don't Call Me Girl Boss and let me know why I should interview them. Also, if you loved this podcast, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe. That's the only way to really support the podcast. And I just really appreciate every single one of you listening. And I hope you enjoyed it and became a better version of yourself and really gained some tips, some tricks, just anything from this podcast. Um, I'll see you next week. Yeah.